Now we will briefly understand each of the four aspects and see the how of it. Maximum intensity is produced in isostatic exercise. For every muscle, there is one angle where the contraction is maximum. For example, for the biceps, the contraction is the most intense when the elbow is bent 90 degree. That is, your hand position when you hold a serving plate in front of you like a waiter. In an isotonic exercise, like in the bicep curl, when we move the arm between the 90 degree angle till the dumbbell touches the shoulder, at all angles apart from the 90 degrees, the bicep is not experiencing maximum contraction. This is wasted exercise time. On the other hand, in an isostatic exercise, where we would hold the dumbbell at 90 degree without moving, the bicep muscle experiences maximum intensity throughout the exercise period. There is a correct angle to hold the plank position, the squat and every posture where the impact of the exercise is maximum on the muscle. And that's what we do in asana. And this means that it needs greater flow of blood as it needs more energy for the exercise. Maximum muscle fiber are used in isostatic exercise. In an isotonic exercise, as the dumbbell moves away from 90 degree, lesser and lesser fiber contract because the muscle doesn't need to use all its fiber to handle a lesser load. So it rests in. That is, the contraction gets weaker. Whereas if you held the dumbbell at 90 degree isostatically, you would be contracting maximum number of muscle fiber. When more and more number of muscle fiber are used in this way, again there is greater demand for blood circulation. This also is the reason why isometric exercise are recommended for physiotherapy and for healing from chronic pains and injuries. Because when there is more blood flow, healing is quicker. Muscle fiber that constantly fire together, wire together, meaning more the muscle fiber are used together. When one gets triggered, so does the other. This reduces the chance of injury and makes the joint more stable. We develop balance and coordination and better posture. And this translates as body confidence and makes you relaxed and anxiety free. The right kind of muscle fiber get used in isostatic exercise. Our muscles are composed of two kinds of fiber. That is, in our visualization of the muscle, the threads are of two colors. Slow twitch fiber, which are red in color, and fast twitch fiber, which are white. 
Slow twitch fiber are slow to fatigue as they have greater number of energy producing mitochondria. They are quick to recover from a workout as they have a greater supply of blood vessels. And they get activated when the muscle is moving very slowly or not at all. That's why they are called slow twitch. Fast twitch fiber fatigue very fast as they have less mitochondria and take a long time to eliminate waste such as lactic acid as they have a lower supply of blood. It is the presence of lactic acid in our muscles after exercise that makes us feel sore. If we work out in spite of the soreness, this could lead to muscle tear and in the long run, tendinitis and more serious joint injuries could occur. When we do isotonic or isokinetic exercises, we use a lot of fast twitch fiber because they involve movement. While performing an asana, on the other hand, we take care to move into the posture very slowly and then come to an absolute stillness. So the muscles have the time to use only slow twitch fiber, ensuring greater blood flow to all the tissue and there is less muscle fatigue and quicker recovery. Tendons work very hard in exercise and they need all the blood they can get during a workout because they do not have as much blood supply as muscles. They take time to heal. Asana is very therapeutic for the joints also because of the heightened blood supply to tendons during exercise. These are some of the reasons why you don't feel tired after a yoga session and you wait for the next one. Now, we come to the cumulative effect of all the three points we have discussed. We reach peak muscle performance in isometric exercise. We saw earlier that for a contraction to occur, an electrical signal goes from the brain to the muscle. And just like how we ignite the engine of a car with a spark, this signal ignites the muscle into a contraction. One signal equals to one contraction. When we say intense contraction or peak contraction, it happens when the signals keep coming rapidly without a gap because this makes the muscle undergo contraction upon contraction. More and more actin-myosin pairs get activated and because the signals keep coming like the waves of a tsunami, no actin-myosin pair is allowed to disengage so that they all pile up to take the muscle to its peak contraction. This never happens in movement because here the contraction is not continuously intense. The number of signals start dropping and many fibers start relaxing. This is what happens when we move the dumbbell away from the 90 degree angle. The muscle goes through more of a twitch at 90 degrees. 
a short burst of contraction. It is so brief that the muscle begins to relax before it reaches its peak. On the other hand, when we are holding a posture in its peak position in an asana or the dumbbell at 90 degree, it means that the signals keep coming without a gap and a stage is reached where the muscle hits its peak contraction and stays there. People who have been doing asana regularly will agree that with practice, they begin to feel sometimes that they can hold a particular posture forever, as if the muscle stays in the posture on its own, without any effort from our side. In yoga language, we call it prayatna shayathilya, relaxed effort. And mind you, there is no muscle cramping here. This is the experience of the muscle at peak contraction, where every single slow twitch fiber is activated and the contraction builds up into a crescendo, what is called tetanus. Tetanus is defined as a state of muscle tension caused by sustained contraction arising from a rapid series of nerve impulses which do not allow the muscle to relax. This is what we try to achieve in asana. When this experience becomes common, you can imagine the level of blood flow to the muscle. And when you regularly treat every muscle group of your entire body to this level of blood supply, your body gets into age reversal mode. It becomes strong and sparkling as a diamond. In yoga, we have the concept of asana jaya, which literally translates as victory over asana. The physiology of asana jaya is this peak utilization of every muscle fiber and the fertility it brings to every cell of the body. This means you can have much smaller sessions to achieve your goals. You will not get tired. You can completely avoid exercise-related injury. You will start looking ageless. It is now proven that cows become happy and give more milk while listening to classical compositions of maestros like Mozart and Beethoven or ragas of Indian classical music. When the muscles are treated with asana, they hear the music and they gladly sing along with you and effortlessly give out their best yield. So the ancients have said, let's cut out movement. Let us contract the muscle and leave it. And they added, Ananta Samapratibhyam, by fixing the mind on the beyond. Before we move to our last segment, where we look at the benefits of asana to the heart, let's see how asana is more than just isometric contraction. Stretch the joy of life. When we wake up in the morning, the first thing we do in bed 
on a lazy weekend is to stretch. Even the busiest street on earth, if you see a cat, it would do an elaborate stretching routine many times in a day. Stretching is very basic to our body. We don't even need to learn it. It is there in us as an instinct for well-being. Stiffness, spasms, tiredness, blocks, all clear up when we stretch. And yet, in modern fitness regimes, it is a highly neglected practice. The yogis included stretch in asana along with contractions and often applied stretch on top of contraction, which is today being called isometric stretching. An asana is not just any isometric exercise. An asana is a well-balanced composition that is made as a joyous offering to our body. To understand this better, let's consider the difference between an illustration and a work of art. An illustration can wow you with its skill and presentation, while a piece of art has the power to touch you in places that you didn't know existed, to heal you in ways you didn't know were possible. An illustration captures boundaries and the limits of an object very well, while an artist's sketch opens up new dimensions, possibilities, horizons. An illustration could be an architectural or a technical drawing of a building, a figure, it's about the object. Art is about the one who sees it, the subject. It is in this way asana is much more than just isometric exercise. It is in the end very personal. And this is where stretch comes in. Because if contraction was about power, energy, circulation, stretch is about joy, relaxation, absorption. It is stretching that magnifies the goodness of contraction. Like an empty stomach is needed to feel appetite for food, stretch is needed to experience the joy of a workout. When you do an asana, you're likely to experience both stretch and contraction, and further, the balance between them. If you take Utita Parshvakonasana, which starts as a standing posture and culminates in a side angle, as you lower your upper body to the left side and extend your right arm forwards along your ear, you are stretching one side of your trunk, the right side, and intensely contracting the left side. But at the same time, as you hold the posture, the weight of your unsupported extended right arm acts as a load on the right side, applying a contraction on top of the stretch. Coming down, you're contracting the quadriceps and stretching the hamstrings of your left leg. You're stretching the groin and contracting the hip muscle of the right. As you bring the left palm down to the earth, you're stretching the right parallel to the ground. 
when you have repeated this posture the other side, it would have intensely contracted and stretched both your sides, given mild twists to your trunk in both directions, stretched and contracted the obliques of the abs, the lats, groin, hips, quadriceps and hamstrings. For however long you hold this posture, you would need no recovery from the contraction because you would have already stretched the muscles that have been contracted while holding the posture.